Is a thug in this and I'm a little rude rat that also works for a frog. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> We're talking about flushed away. They put us in the fucking toilet, gang. <laughs> you, you you put us in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> they did. The government. <laughs> This is what they don't want you to know. They put the gay people in the toilet. You got in here willingly thinking it was a jacuzzi. (laughs) I can't confirm or deny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to fucking say about this movie. Gonna be real. (laughs) My first big complaint is I think um, given the fact that this is a depiction of a sewer in England I think it was depicted as a little too (laughs) well-functioning. I think it did a little too good of flushing and and holding waste, (laughs) given what I know about English. I mean, to be fair, the only spot we actually saw flushing happening was from his house, which is that's so true. Fucking rich people. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And sewer rat did come out of the kitchen as well. They're everywhere. So perhaps maybe I'm wrong. And this was a perfect example of how fucking god awful. <laughs> um, they were rats. <laughs> Did you have fun? Uh, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did wish I had stood my ground and continued to reject flushed away, but here we are. <laughs> I, th- I I will say I this movie aged better than I thought it would. Weird. It's Weird just, how like... It's just that it's not intended for anyone older than the age of six to yeah. see. It's... Okay, like, so we've, here's... we've watched a few kids movies at this point, but this mm-hmm. is the most kids movie to me. Like, even more so than the D- the decoms. Like, <laughs> the decoms have like, like I should not be seeing this. The excuse of being made for TV, so like you go in like this isn't gonna be great. Um, and also they say no, and there and there also has to be like a little bit for adults in a decom because the like these mom has to sit in there during that like mm-hmm. or at least be adjacent to the living room or whatever whereas flushed away is like you put your six-year-old in front of the tv while you're getting shit done flushed away is a movie that i saw at the theater that would do free kids movies that my grandma would take us to and she would sleep the whole time mm-hmm. and we would watch whatever kids movie was not good enough to come back for another paid release you know i could count on uh, one hand, the number of films I've seen with my grandma, and um, it is <laughs> it is Avengers: Civil War, <laughs> the first two Hobbit movies, and the also fuck? the second Twilight movie. What the fuck? Absolutely fucked range of movies to see with your grandma. <laughs> Obviously, my grandpa we was didn't... also present because we my only... grandparents are joined at the hip, but. 
We only went to the theater with like my one grandma a couple times, and one of those mm-hmm. times was flushed away. And one of those times was Elf in July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, again, free kids movies at the local cheap theater, like it near her side of town, which was not the best side of town, which meant it was these free kids movies were in the summer because it was one of those programs that's like well at least this 10 year old's not gonna buy do drugs cocaine on the street yeah <laughs> it's always cocaine is what the 10 year olds always getting. you know it, we really have a <laughs> sixth fifth grade cocaine problem in this country i literally if, like- if dare was to be believed <laughs> Well, the big issue for my D.A.R.E. program was nicotine, which, like, yeah, I had ample access to that at home, um, but I knew what it smelled like, and I didn't want to smoke it. We grew up in a very, uh, very, like, stereotype of the small town that is run by drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our D.A.R.E. our dare class went into the nitty-gritty of how, like, meth is going to like we saw pictures of people who had picked their face off from methods like fuck yeah they, i didn't get were, that till high school they were like they were like in 11 you're 11 11 12 you can you can do that yeah show them see and we, you know what it worked i didn't even try <laughs> weed till college <laughs> <laughs> the progression of like health quote unquote for for my like schooling was elementary it was like the dare program it was do not smoke cigarettes and drink Okay. Yeah, and I'm we had that part too, but we progressed from that quickly. Middle school, everybody was getting pregnant, so we had the babies. Mm-hmm. Um, high school, they were like, you will die of every disease. Let's l- teach you how to drive. <laughs> um, my middle school, I mean, we got the sex talk every year, pretty much. Oh, for real? I mean, it didn't become the like sex talk until middle school. Um, but we like we got the the puberty, the puberty videos yeah. and stuff starting in fourth grade. Oh, they didn't start us till fifth. I was faced with the horrifying I think, reality of I think bleeding I every month it, until eleven. <laughs> I think I think I started in fifth. I think the girls started in fourth and the boys started in fifth because uh, it was very much that Midwest thing of like, well, girls just develop faster. So, like, I understand, like, because that's around the that, time that girls can exactly. Start I understand that, like, on a biological level, it's like girls are more likely to start puberty first, but it's also mm-hmm. like. I just didn't understand why it was like, shouldn't everybody know about this? Yeah. Also, I, hey, regardless. in this in this flushed away episode where we discussed the movie Flushed Away, <laughs> did they separate I was just about to say that? Did they separate you guys based on uh gender to show the videos? Uh they did in I don't know what we fucking did in fourth grade when the girls were watching it, but we were separate. And then okay. we were separate again in fifth grade. And then in sixth grade the boys watched the girls' video and the girls watched the boys' video. I've never seen the once boys' again. video. <laughs> <laughs> the boys' video is like fine. It, it, there's nothing as jarring because we don't have blood. It's not. Out of it's yeah, everyone. it's not a they're, horror show. They're, they're more. They're more like 
you're going to start getting hairy. Your voice is going to start getting deeper and you might come in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They were correct on all counts, I guess. But, <laughs> but it's, it's so still, funny. But none of those are like scary. Yeah, like they didn't, they were like, you might get hair in some places. Also, um, you bleed. And like literally the, the videos cannot fucking prepare you. For like any aspect of it, it hurts. <laughs> it is so disgusting yeah. and uh, no, because that is something I remember from when we watched the girl one was that they just talk about the bleeding itself. They do not warn you at all about anything, <laughs> the cramps and everything. And like, okay, your personal the fact experience that it's not with your like... friend group is like we are all on like the severe end. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's also still like even for a more normal like normal end of it it's still like no they don't you're not you're not bleeding in like a cut way you know like yeah it's it's worse i'm not gonna go into it (laughs) in our flushed away episode (laughs) flushing (laughs) flushing away the trauma of fifth grade in this episode but not of Um, uh, movies i watched with my (laughs) other grandma we went to movies with them a lot more often and but the one i remember most is seeing uh Star Wars Revenge of the Sith and she passed out and she woke up because my siblings and I were hooting and hollering when Yoda was fighting Darth Sidious <laughs> Dude, that's when you hoot and holler though literally anytime yeah. Yoda's on screen <laughs> I'm fucking losing my mind like a like an old like a cowboy Especially in that one, because he's just doing flips everywhere. Mm-hmm. In the, like, in the middle of the fight, he's like, I'm just going to flip 60 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. I don't think I ever saw, like, an actual movie in the theaters with my, my mom's mom. Um, because she would just uh, actually buy us things instead of um, take us to movies she was already going to be seeing. Um, which was very funny. Uh, because she did invite me to go see... My dad's mom did invite me to go see the first two Hobbits, but not the third. She did not want to share that experience with me. That she was took my her. brother. That was for her and your brother? And my grandpa. <laughs> special day with the special boy. <laughs> Only he gets to see how the Hobbit ends. <laughs> God. But she she barely, very nearly tried to convinced me and my sister to leave Christmas dinner this year to go watch Puss in Boots with her for the second time because my grandpa didn't want to see it again. <laughs> because, again, I have I to stress... They had already gone to see it. Yeah, and then my grandpa got had to have surgery for an ingrown toenail because he's old now and these are problems that he has. Um, and yeah. he didn't want to go to the movie theater like that and my grandma was like, well, I want to see Puss in Boots again. <laughs> loved it and I, I, the only reason we didn't go is because i was like grandma i've i've been drinking i cannot drive us to the movie theater in the dark <laughs> fully inebriated to go see puss in boots the last witch pussy should have drunk driven your family to see puss in boots <laughs> in the dark she's already like a foot and a half in the grave so <laughs> Could have just, you know, that was her. That was her last wish. Was God, I think the last movie I saw with my 
like dad's parents in theaters because they don't they only go to the theater once or twice a year now they don't enjoy it because they're at the point of being old where you don't like anything at all anymore you're just waiting (laughs) but i think the last movie we saw with them in the theater was like deathly hallows part two at the imax oh jesus (laughs) and i was physically ill when we left because that screen was too big to be showing a movie that was that momentous (laughs) <laughs> too, too much too many things moving on far too large of a screen <laughs> we, i went to the planetarium very recently with um friend of the podcast and uh avatar episode contributor marilyn um and we <laughs> went to go see one of the, like the shows that they had on one of their big screens and that's how i felt i felt so nauseous because like we're jumping from planet to planet i'm like i'm gonna fucking puke on the kid in front of me see normally i'm fine with it but there was something about Harry Potter in the well, it was, it's the transphobia, I think. You yeah, knew. I just didn't know it yet. <laughs> I knew that this woman was going to target my group of people. <laughs> A premeditated trauma response. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know for what, but she will victimize me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> pivot back to the okay, British. Why was the fucking cast for Flushed Away stacked? I don't know. Because it wasn't the era where they were like routinely doing this for animated movies. They just no, decided. It was, it was stacked. You have fucking Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Andy, and McKellen in here. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What were they? Like, Bill why were Nye? they all? How did you convince all of them? Like, what? How did you approach Ian McKellen? In one of the ugliest films I've ever seen. And Ian McKellen, fresh off of Lord of the Rings and X-Men, like, height of his genre mm-hmm. acting career. And he's like, yeah, I'll be a toad. I'll be a fucking amphibian. I'll be a toad who's obsessed with the British monarchy. Like, what? Why? Don't do that. Hugh Jackman, <laughs> I get, because I feel like he's just down to clown. Yeah, he feels very he has the energy. Curry. He has the energy of where, like... I would expect him to like he asked to audition for Flushed Away. Please let me be in the nasty rap movie. And Kate Winslet is like, yeah, that's similar that enough. enough. Yeah. Like she, I feel like she's down to have a good time. And she also was not at the height of her career anymore by the time this came out. Like she mm-hmm. the height of her career was solidly nineties, I would say. But like it's just so weird. And again, it's a perfectly serviceable movie. It's just like I'm not seven. Yeah, like the the biggest crime this movie commits, uh, aside from British, um, <laughs> which is always and that the was that was crime. a well, and that was a given because it was a DreamWorks movie in the era when the Wallace and Gromit people were doing stuff for DreamWorks. Yeah, um, which just kind of made me want to just watch Wallace and Gromit, which I've never seen before. And I was like, I wish I could be watching Wallace, I like and, Wallace Gromit. and Gromit. Um, it also made me want to watch Chicken Run. I've never seen Chicken Run either. Chicken Run is very good. <laughs> I know. Everybody says that. I've just never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that That's but, with my uh, um, Jurassic Park, which I have it, seen that now. Is, that but... is the biggest plus to this movie is that obviously the animation has held up fantastically well because yeah it's that very specific wallace and gromit 
type of stop motion. The thing is, the thing they don't tell you about that is when it's applied to heavily anthropomorphized rats, it gets a little scary. Yeah. It's a little uncanny valley weird. I don't I like... also had the the sharp realization while watching this that if this came out today, the main rat would have been Tom Holland because it already looks like <gasps> him and he's British. Oh my god, you're so correct. It literally looks exactly like him. Sorry to Tom Holland. <laughs> or or you're welcome. I don't know your opinion on Well, the thing about rats, Tom Holland, but... and this is going to be controversial, but he's just a white dude with brown hair. Yeah. That's the appeal. Is He's very generic looking. No, I was going to say, I can't, as somebody who went through a weird phase with him in college it's like i can't deny that like yeah he just looks like a, a guy that's like <laughs> as as one of the many of our friend group resident josh hutcherson yes awakenings um there's a lot of appeal to be had in just hair. being a white dude with brown hair <laughs> like a white dude with just hair like <laughs> It's the it's the sometimes, boy next door effect. Yeah, sometimes which the, I feel like is not talked about enough. Like girl next door is talked about constantly, but it's like there is also the boy next door, mm -hmm. and he is also cute. Yeah, and the thing is, all he has to do is look like you could probably push him over. No, I think it. I think there's a little bit of a funnier effect of it with Tom Holland because he he looks like the boy next door who just ate a frog. Uh huh. He looks like he's got a frog in his mouth. Yeah. As was well documented by Tumblr. But but that's just because he's British and they're not allowed to have lips over there. Yeah, they're not allowed a lot. <laughs> Proper um, they, body they regulation were, for any temperature. They also weren't allowed food until people came back from India. Yeah. God, I can't fuck it. Every time a British person posts something like, our national dish is curry. It's curry. like, no, it's not. It's like, that's not yours. Babe, you can't claim that. At least mm -hmm. just be at least just be upfront and have your national dish be fish and chips, which is extremely yeah. inoffensive. Yes. Like, that is an edible meal. That's like the one British meal where everybody in America is like, yeah, you know what? You did kind of do something here. Yeah, not you me. You call I it something fish, funny. But that's but... not on them. Yeah. <laughs> No, same here. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, the American dish, hot dog, hamburger, seems no, it's, fine. It, at least we're for America. It, which is yeah. why they need to just do the fish and chips. Like, we are not sugarcoating the fact that our national dishes are just meat and bread. Yeah. Because like, we're right for that. It's like it's like if some if America suddenly just started going, like our national dish is taco. No, it is fucking not. It it could be if it's specifically Taco Bell taco. Yeah, like because that is not Mexican. <laughs> it it has been so bastardized, which I understand but English curry like, probably has been, but <laughs> no, but it, it it's still it's like it would be that energy, or if we or if even more comparable to an extent with how with their relationship with India would be like if our national dish was like some specific Native American food. Mm -hmm. Like or a native Hawaiian food or <laughs> Yeah. Our national dish is <laughs> the pineapple. Like <laughs> which we had gotten to extensive atrocities to continue to keep under our thumb. That's such a fuck like dude 
Thank God for Hawaiian pizza, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Invented in Canada. <laughs> the Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> Ugh. But again, at least, like, we're just like, yeah, it's hamburger. I feel like... It's the hotted dog. Yeah, it's, it is the hotted dog. For... For 100%, just tube of questionable I think, meat. I think on an international level, it is probably the cheeseburger that is most associated with uh-huh. us because hot dog is like close enough to a lot of what they have in Germany and stuff. But that's also like why it's fault. one of our national dishes. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking German descendants. Here. A lot of our um, big cultural touchstone <laughs> major more cities. German, there's more people with German ancestry in the U.S. than there is in Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also do think if we were going to go with something that's technically ostensibly not American, it would be pizza. It has to be, right? Because we've done plenty of our own work with that america and, loves a and, flat disc of sauce and cheese and both of the hot dog and the pizza have the big cities fighting over who uh-huh. has the best ones so like as a native suburb suburban no... <laughs> um sh- chicago deep dish an affront to god i love it <laughs> too much no Love the sauce. (laughs) Love to get lost in the fucking sauce. I prefer a saucier slice, but there's just so much cheese. It's essentially, I'm not eating. I'm a worm. Just a tube. (laughs) Food passes through me at that point. I'm like, it's leaving as soon as it's entering. Um, I'm fine with it. (laughs) Evil. It's an evil experience. I hate thin crust. That is my. Yeah. I can do like. There is times where a thin crust is warranted and I will eat it, but like... It can't fight back. Rare. rare. It's gotta be a floppy fucking slice. I don't want any structure if it's thin. (laughs) And and there's also just some, like, if I'm getting thin crust, it needs to be like a heavily veggie-leaning pizza. (laughs) This is going back to my desire to go back to like very early European ancestry where it's like, I prefer when food is slop. I'll have to chew. Well, that's just what soup is for. Mm, it is. <laughs> that's what that's what Chicago style deep dish is for. If you're not a coward, <laughs> get a fork with that bitch. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, the structure of flushed away is yeah, leading we're not, towards a we're lot not- of. We're not going to be talking about flushed away, guys. <laughs> we will a little bit, but it's going to keep sending us on tangents, and I'm yeah. just getting that out of the way now because this is th- a there's full nothing to fucking say about flushed away. away. <laughs> I like because we are. It's not, also and... our podcast, and we can yeah. <laughs> do whatever we want if we want to say we're talking about flushed away and then not talk about flushed away. That's all. These conversations right. are stemming from things that we thought of. Um, tangentially in conjunction related. to flushed away exactly yeah to flushed exactly. away exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it you just have to sit back. here it, it all circles uh, back down the drain if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> there because just like Roddy did when he decided he needed to go get some rat pussy and was like put me back in the toilet yes I want to talk about Sid because um, never more has dude a character made me so severely nauseous on every front 
No, and having the realization that if this was released today, Sid would be Chris Pratt and we'd have our second animated mm-hmm. Tom Holland Chris Pratt adventure. Yes. He's so nasty gross. He is. The worst thing about Sid, too, is that I know there is a furry on Tumblr who wants to fuck that rat mm-hmm. so bad. Because, like, the because main character is too thin for furries to want to fuck, I think. He's... The main character is what a rat that is a Tumblr sexy man would be. Yeah. In the like, general sense of the word. He's But he's not what the furries want. The furries are going to be going after Sid. And they are going to be going after um that rat pussy. Yeah, Rita. Yeah. Okay, his name. the main character's name is Roddy. This is how much we care about Flushed Aways. I yeah, didn't have to Roddy, look it up. Rita, um, Sid. <laughs> so, like, the, the establishment is the furries would love Sid. And um, I, do, I, I do genuinely know in my heart of hearts that Rita created a generation of furries. Yes. On a uh, subconscious level, I don't think anyone's out here like posting about her and stuff, but I do think if a lot of furries our age looked deep inside, it they would, would discover yes. her at the core. And then this is all conjecture because uh, we do have to like we are not furries. No, so and if, I don't know you, any if, furries. I don't want to know furries. If you're a furry, tell us how you feel. About no, tell actually, Josh, don't. I don't want to interact with you. I respect that you live your life the way that you would want to. I do not want to be involved. I I do not want to be involved, but I respect it, and we do owe furries everything politically. Yeah, every tiny political gain we've gotten has been. Furries and BTS stands. So, unfortunately, I would, I would. What what is it about those two groups that makes I don't want political activism I happen? Don't I don't want to think about this that much. <laughs> I do not want my brain to dwell on either demographic <laughs> because I can forgive a lot of K-pop stands, but not BTS. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know enough about K-pop except for um, I've heard a lot of things about BTS that like kind of makes it so that I don't want to interact with them or their fans. That's right. I don't really know anything about them. Mm-hmm. But so Sid f- extremely popular with furries. Rita is probably gateway for furry. Probably gateway for um lesbian furries i think i think so yeah roddy um would be a tumblr sexy man and they draw him as human as they can and kind of anime bishy is my guess these are the statuses for the (laughs) the frog he's a frog and i feel like a lot of like people that draw like nasty little gremlin men will really gravitate to him because he is just like a circle yeah. And it's funny to draw circle men. Fair. Like Eggman. It's funny to draw Eggman. He's circle man. He's just a circle. Mm-hmm. Circle with legs. Like the concept that's coming to me right now, right? Is like drawing him. He's a circle with legs and he's sitting at an office cubicle. That's so funny to me. What would a circle be doing there? We we've been ignoring the real 
stars and main characters of this movie. Mm -hmm. The real reason all seven-year-olds were begging to see flushed away, and that is the singing slugs. It is the singing slugs, because, again, like, that is the one thing that I remembered from this movie. I had seen this in childhood. Yeah, that's the only thing I remembered was the slugs singing Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah. (laughs) That was, like, of the, like, the the post-Shrek kind of, like... We're going to make some creatures and they will be singing um, songs that were top 40s at some point. But only for short periods. They're kind of interludes. They can't afford the whole song, you see. Just, and I feel like that says everything that needs to be said about this movie is how heavily the marketing and the movie itself is relying on these slugs to come back every so often. Oh my fucking god. Josh, these were the minions of this movie. Kinda. We fucking fell for it. Would I have been a minion's kid if I was born later? Don't say that. Don't fucking... Every every child on Earth who was a full-on child during Despicable Me was a minion's kid. Oh, God. You You can't be a kid and not be a minions kid when the minions were at their prime. Oh god, I hate that. I don't like that. It's just true. I I think honest to god because it was around the same time, I would have really been a Five Nights at Freddy's kid, quite honestly. Well, you you can't be a Five Nights at Freddy's kid and not be a minions kid. They're that Minions is a gateway into being a Five Nights at Freddy's kid. I would love an explanation, but I think it is funnier without. And we just it's, it's self-explanatory. Yeah, we just leave that as a statement of fact. Is that it, it is just a through line. It is a statement of fact. It is a statement of fact. Um, we will not elaborate. I don't understand the complexities of this, and I will still promote this. Um. <laughs> Because I understand more of this connection than a lot of Fox News anchors do about the connections that they make between things. So. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have to pay lawsuits if we lie about things on our podcast. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never insert, once. Insert wizard image. I'd be telling fibs and tall tales occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> No, the thing I, is, yeah, we don't make money off of this. So they can't sue us for shit. I know well, the I, law. <laughs> I just don't know what this, like... There's no... Like, this movie has no cultural impact. No, it's so And I think funny. that is also part of, like, where it feels a lot different than some of the other kids' stuff we've looked at, because it's, like... The like the Disney Channel originals we've looked at were like big ones for the channel mm-hmm. and stuff, and whereas Flushed Away is just like solidly in DreamWorks's like flop mid era, yeah, <laughs> and not even like their worst. They have it's created such abominations. Like, and this was also like right around when they were still still coming off of Shrek and stuff, so it's just kind of like they couldn't have succeeded per se but it's just like 
they couldn't have failed they also, they also weren't even trying to sit, they were just no. putting it out and this is definitely possibly one of the better like better things to come out of just putting shit out but it's also like it does really feel like a movie that was just like well what would be like what would grab kids attention but fit with this kind of at the time dreamworks image of like we're a little grosser and raunchier than yeah. disney and like it really feels like that was the extent of the planning for this and then they just slapped it together and got some big names to voice act like it again this movie is fine there's no like glaring plot issues or anything like that it's just that like you just watch it and it's like why did we do any of this it's yeah it's, it's like another example of a company taking the wrong thing from one of their like runaway successes which is they thought kids really love the gross out humor of shrek and like to an extent that was true but it was also like the other parts of shrek like the gross out humor worked to an extent because kids mm. do like gross humor and that is why kids did see flushed away yeah but it also isn't gonna have any like cultural lasting. impact yes like like this is not, i don't i shrek there was... are a lot of random ass fucking kids movies that i have heard people our age be like yeah that is the kids movie i think about all the time that it's like huh but I have never once never. in my life heard a grown adult be like, Flushed Away is my kid's movie. Like, because how could it be? It, it's nothing. It's like, and I can't say that this plot is like overdone. No, the plot is like decent. And the it, there, are there are some like interesting fine. and compelling things to an extent. Yeah. But because it is a kids movie and for the younger kids demographic as it was, it's like the things that could be really like interesting if they had more development and like depth aren't going to get that because because we got to have these slugs sing. Yeah, it, it never felt incongruent ever. The pacing was fantastic for what it is. Oh yeah, it went by in a blink, but it's just the like... The action scenes are really well animated. This is definitely a movie where, on a technical level, it's phenomenal. Everything is working. Yeah. It's just that. Just what happened? I, I, I don't feel like anyone making this movie cared. Cared. Enough. Yes. It just this felt was like a no movie. No one's that they... like passion piece. Exactly. And you can just really feel that. Because, again, on a technical level, this should be. A movie I think about a lot. Mm -hmm. And it just isn't. No. It's I I feel like we should applaud it for that. That like it it didn't try to outsell itself and it really it accomplished such amazing <laughs> visuals, um, sewer nastiness aside, uh Sid aside, quite honestly. Um <laughs> like the this was all stop motion. It looks phenomenal for that. And it's never like lauded as like Coraline is. Um, just because like they did what they needed to do and didn't kind of like try to coast the movie 
up and above what it is based on the the grasp of the medium that the filmmakers had. Good for them, but also like you still made a kind of forgettable movie. Yeah. I'm not going to applaud you because Flushed Away looks really good and is kind of like a very technically well-filmed and well-written script. Because it's yeah, Flushed it's just... Away. It's it's nothing. It, exactly. It's just like, oh, okay. Like you did a really good job, but it was Flushed Away. No, and I get it, it, this was just the weird era of DreamWorks. Like, Flushed Away is bookended by Over the Hedge mm. oh, and Shrek right. the Third. And Shrek the Third is, I like Shrek the Third a lot, but like, that was definitely they made Over the Hedge and Flushed Away, and then were like, those aren't going to do amazing or anything. Let's get another Shrek movie out here. And mm-hmm. then also like around that it was it was also B movie, and B movie is only in cultural memory because of memes. Like I don't think anybody actually like likes loves yeah. B movie. Thankfully, they would then go on to make Kung Fu Panda, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, it, it, there's just definitely a trend, especially in again in that era of DreamWorks of like you can tell which movies they actually cared about and which they didn't. Yes, I really like, even did. Even with its issues, you can tell that they loved Trek the Third and, like, enjoyed making it. And you can tell that there was a lot of, like, care and thought put into Kung Fu Panda and, like, yeah. stuff like that. But stuff like Flushed Away and B-Movie and Over the Hedge were, like, just movies that yeah, they I don't were fucking making. Know, girl. <laughs> They're like, just get something out there. Put some creatures on the screen. Kids yeah. love that. And they were right. Like, none of those movies were like failures. But none of those movies are ones that people are like talking about with like actual like nostalgia or anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's it's sad. I do think that is the perfect summation of that era of DreamWorks. Is like they were just kind of making movies to for the sake of making a movie, and every movie movie (laughs) movie that they've made, you can tell exactly what the attitude in the house was during production. Uh, Yeah, because again, there's plenty of stuff. They're not incompetent. Exactly, and there's plenty of stuff within that era that they did put care into and it shows like again kung fu panda or going a little further back madagascar mm-hmm. and like but the, you you can just really tell uh, which ones they were actually putting love into and which ones they were not it inspires such a weird feeling for like Again, I'm like speaking as a for a whole when it's probably just like some summarizing what I and probably maybe you feel, but it, it's it's this weird like feeling that it inspires because I did grow up on these movies and I did watch oh, them in for like in a formative like place, 
Um, and I have seen a couple of them multiple times, and they just are nothing to me. Yeah, like, again, the next, like, none of the DreamWorks movies until maybe Kung Fu Panda, but for me personally, really not until, like, How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, meant anything to me post Shrek. There was a big gap there. Yeah. And again, I really, I, I, I really like Shrek the Third, but that was banking a lot on being a Shrek movie. Shrek movie, yeah. No, I think I'm in the same boat. Like, it's just... I I just I don't remember having any fun with these movies. You know? Yeah. No, and at least I can at least more confidently say even with their bigger misses later on like Madagascar 3 mm-hmm. and like Turbo Mr. Peabody and Sherman like they were doing stuff that wasn't really set up to succeed but that they did care about. Yeah, that they wanted to make and that makes such a big difference. Like, was there a person on staff ever that wanted to make a flushed away movie? And it's, it's like, I, obviously, I'm sure there are people involved that did want to make this movie and were like very involved in it. So it's like, mm-hmm. I also don't want to be like, not that any of them are fucking listening to this, obviously. But like, <laughs> But I don't want to like discount the work that goes, especially in an animated movie, just the sheer amount of labor yeah. involved. Oh, and then it's just like second step is stop motion. Animated. Well, and this one was computer animated. Oh, it's was it? Very stop motion style, but it is yeah. computer. No, that makes sense. But it's still that it, like animation just in general is not a an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to discount that. Like that is the biggest thing I will give to this movie is that it's gorgeous for and as gorgeous as a movie that takes place in the sewers revolving around rats can mm-hmm. be. But like on the story writing level and stuff, and even like just the marketing and shit, it's like I don't know if anybody was feeling this. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they were. It's, like, it's so weird. The visuals can only do so much when the story that they're depicting is piss poor. <laughs> or in this movie's case, just kind of it, it, It's a bland. perfectly fine story, but it's a perfectly fine story because it's a tight... Even though the exact story beats are obviously tied to what the movie is, it's not like this is a story that hasn't been told before. Yeah, hasn't been pulled using rats in the sewer before, but it is a very standard adventure with a little bit of romance. I don't think a single beat in this movie really kind of capitalized on like the fact that they are in the sewer or that they are rats. That too, it's like that. That is also a weird thing. Is like, except it's very. It's a very big part of it that it's the sewer and the rats, but also like nothing about this movie needed that to be the like premise or the setting. The big thing was that Roddy, like at the very like climax of it, was that like he's uh, lonely because he's just a pet. And that kind of doesn't really factor into anything else about the story. It's kind of a heist 
And well, and it's honestly, and that's honestly more of just a reason to get him to go back. Yeah. Like it just. I think that really is putting into perspective why this movie feels so weird to me is that they're banking so much on this being like the sewer rat movie, but nothing about the movie requires them to be sewer rats on any level. Exactly. Like it just it's like not if a you story changed, about sewer rats. Completely changed if you left the story completely the same and changed the visuals and stuff to be like human explorers on the fucking Amazon River or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it it would be the same movie. Uh, yeah, fully. Like there's nothing about the movie that requires the sewer rat of it all and that that's weird. As like, why would you, why are you going to make a whole animated movie about sewer rats and it doesn't matter at all that they are sewer rats? <laughs> yeah, especially for a film where the whole concept was rats that fall in love in the sewers. Like, what about no, and, the sewers? And like you were saying earlier, it feels very like they saw how much people love Trek but didn't understand why because it's like yeah. The story of Shrek, even in the later not-as-good Shrek movies, is that it's, like, beautiful that they found this amazing love, even though they're, like, nasty ogres. and like Yeah. It's, like, very essential to Shrek that they are ogres. Yeah, like, Shrek is about, like, being, like you can be loved even if you're not, like, what society wants you to be. You could be loved even if you're a big, nasty, disgusting, mean ogre. <laughs> or a fucking giant lizard that breathes fire and eats men. And it's also about you can be a princess and decide to be an ogre. And yeah. Like, there's there's so much of where you feel like this movie, they were taking from Shrek, but the wrong lessons. Like they didn't understand. And it's like you They're like, oh, kids made like Shrek. gross, weird things. And it's like they do. But also kids are intelligent and want a compelling story yes. and world and stuff. And Because it doesn't take, like, the most intricate story to, like, get a kid's attention. You just have to be able to connect a, a shred of humanity to the characters. And, again, just with the intelligence, it's like the, the design choices have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Like Kung Fu Panda, he does need to be a panda. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah. And it, it should be the whole point in a movie like this. So it's really weird that, like, I mean, we don't even see them, like, do anything that I think of, like, as a rat thing on any, no. like, maybe her, like, giant family, but that feels like just a kid's movie thing. Yeah. To be like, this is my giant family and we all live in one house. It's like, a that, little that, silly. That could have been played into being, like, a rat thing, but it, wasn't no <laughs> it's it's so odd like if instead like every time they're downtown together like people will come up and like read her and be like oh that's my uncle or that's my cousin yeah, you know the, the, like there's just so much more they could have done with this mm-hmm. concept like anything and it it, it is what it is like because it's not a bad movie. It's the worst part. It's a, it's a perfectly serviceable movie. It's just that, like... Having to think about... It means nothing movie. at yeah. all. 
Because, <laughs> like, there are kids' movies where you could, like, discuss critically at any level, like, like filmmaking, script writing, um, messaging, like, anything. Yeah. And this, this is just not just one of them. <laughs> nothing. Um, it definitely... It, watching I, this has definitely made me be like, I, I would like to eventually put some other DreamWorks pictures on the table. Mm-hmm. Because there are plenty of them that are ripe for dissection. This just was not one of them. No, and it's just... It's such. It feels like a novelty because it is a concept and title similar to B movie, but B movie has the benefit of having a cultural like awareness. Yeah, and again, not necessarily for good reasons, but it's no. like at least at least people remember it. There's something because, that happened like outside said, of I, the concept of B movie being B movie that it's gives it like, relevancy. Except it's always jokingly, but people will be like, "B movies, my favorite movie." Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody who seriously thinks that, but at least it's like there as a joke. Where it's like, I, I don't ever hear anybody talk about Flushed Away at all. And, and why, and why would they? Yeah, no, sometimes you know we we add things because we feel like there's things to discuss, and sometimes we'll throw out something and the other will agree because it's a title that like just seems so off the wall that it's like. I haven't seen yeah. this in probably no, a decade plus. Exactly. And I, just, I, want I was finally to like, okay, let's do Fletched Away because I vaguely remembered Fletched Away. Away but, like, yeah. but then watching it, it's like, oh, that's why I don't really remember Fletched Away because it's not memorable. There, were, there was nothing in Fletched Away. And like, again, the most memorable thing is the slugs. And yeah. they are in the context of what you can do with weird children's side character now post minions it's like the slugs are nothing mm-hmm. and i and i don't regret having watched this to end up in this discussion because i do think no it's a good discussion a to be discussion. had it didn't necessitate flushed flush, away exa- like we could have gotten to this discussion with any of that other number of this era of dreamworks movies and, and i feel like again great discussion to be had yeah. it's just that flushed away is not not the sole trigger of this discussion no. and and the discussion is largely being had outside of the context of the movie because there's, there's no context within the movie too <laughs> exactly but i do think that like i that flushed away was a perfect like jumping off point because it's also just like there was nothing to this movie and i don't know what other dreamworks nothing movie i could have better hinged this on no, and that's where enough. I like the almost next one that would come to mind, and there's a lot, kind of a lot more to be said for it. But my ultimate takeaway is the same feeling as this movie left with me with, and that would be like Rise of the Guardians, oh, because I on an animation level, that. Rise yeah. of the Guardians is one of the most impressive animated movies ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like there would probably be more there's, things there's to talk about. Nothing going on. It's just, but I can talk about it at least in the context of the Tumblr and everything. Exactly. And like, I that's feel not like... going on with Flushed Away. Like, we joked about the furries and stuff. And I'm sure yeah. that that is somewhat of a thing, but it's not like. No, it's no one. It's not not like Rise of the Guardians was to Tumblr specifically. Exactly. No like, there was a like, cultural relevancy to Rise of the Guardians, but it was extremely niche. 
Yes. But there was something that could have probably derailed this end discussion, which is... Yeah, so at the this end was of a movie. the day, I'm glad that we watched this so that this discussion could happen. It's just that Flushed Away is just... It, it wasn't the only thing that could yeah. have led to this discussion. It didn't even have to be DreamWorks. Per se. There's so no. many animated movies from this specific like mid-2000s point were just like this. Yeah. Yeah, it really... I don't know. Like, I, I, I really... It makes me wonder. It's like... Because there's absolutely kids' movies now where kids that are growing up on them um, in a couple years are going to have the same exact opinion of them that we do at have with flushed away but it's like is this a specifically oh, unique opinion to have about a series of movies from a point of time where we were adolescents or is this just going to be recursive you know well that's, like, i don't know especially and I, I will also put with this that like not to get we existential still, on flushed away well and we were still solidly the age demographic of flushed away when it mm-hmm. came out i was 10 like that is normal age to be seeing movies like this so i feel like it does say a lot about it that that i have literally no feelings towards flushed away at all on yeah. it, like any level because that's definitely there are definitely other movies from around that time that i have a lot of nostalgia for and stuff yeah but it, this was just not one of them no for better or for worse um i cannot believe we've been able to eke out a pretty like long episode comparatively to other movies where we've had fuck all to say which i mean to be fair it took us like 25 minutes to get there well yeah (laughs) around but but that happens whatever Um, it's my it's our fucking podcast exactly and we'll talk about the period videos if we we want did get somewhere but it's just like what a weird fucking movie. Yeah. A weird fucking nothing movie. Like it was so weird and how un weird it was. Well, the exactly. The fact that I like This was very a recently movie. watched it and I've already like forgotten about it again. Yeah. Almost like this is a movie that was not made to stay within my brain. Mm-mm. It was a movie that was made to sell tickets to a mom who needed to get her kids into a place that made them shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Show colors and such. Um, you can see colors and much other things um, on our Twitter. <laughs> if you follow us at Dumb, dumb Bitch Vinch. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are many colors in image. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, we tweet out every time an episode goes live, which is about as close to Fridays as we can make it. Yeah, apologies on my behalf for this episode, because uh, I was in the fucking trenches last week. Yeah, we both work full-time office jobs. Watching Flushed Away kind of took a lot. I, I was very nearly literally in the trenches experiencing symptoms that aligned with dysentery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and having an office job on top of that. Um, yeah. You can join us next episode. We're going to be talking about Naruto Shippuden season Our bread seven. And butter. All, all eight episodes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a monumental one. This week. 
<laughs> uh, all of that being said, thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Bitch Binging.